There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. Thank you once again for tuning to the podcast. We certainly appreciate each of you that have listened this week. We're thankful for the Word of God. Thank you for the meeting we've had here at the Fellowship Baptist Church in Akron, New York. We'll still be here tonight, and then Lord willing, traveling home tomorrow. And then with the Lord's help, we plan on being in the Shippensburg Independent Baptist Church in Shippensburg, Pennsylvania, out on Queen Street towards the railroad overpass. And we certainly appreciate Brother Wagner, the years of friendship, fellowship, and looking forward to the meeting. We'll be there all day, all day on Sunday, 10, 11, and 6, and then Monday through Friday, 7 o'clock each night. And we look forward to what the Lord is going to do in those services. And then we head to our home church in Blaine, Pennsylvania. And so we'd certainly appreciate each of you that listen, those of you that support the broadcast uh, by listening, by contacting us, letting us know that it's been a help to you. We've had another young lady this week that contacted us, and I didn't know she listened, didn't understand that she even knew about the podcast, but she said she listens every day and thanked me for the help it's been. And you know, we want to be a help. It's all about the ministry. It's about uh, being a help to others. That's why we do this podcast. It's just an outlet, just like the radio is. Uh, It's just like a radio station, and it's just an outlet to reach people with daily doctrine, to help folks, to straighten out error, to correct them, to instruct them, to reprove, is to rebuke. But more than anything else, it's those that are lost without hope, that either you listening or through the podcast or through someone else, as their doctrine is correct and right, that they can reach someone with the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is the purpose of this podcast. That's why it's a daily doctrine devotional. We're doing the doctrine of the parable of the sower. And we said much about the parable of the sower thus far. We understand these are those without understanding. We understand that uh, there is a good seed that brings forth fruit. There is a good seed that falls upon good ground. We've seen the preparation of the soil. We've seen the sower going forth. We've seen the planting. We've seen the watering. And what we're going to look at now is Jesus Christ explains the parable to us. And in verse 18, he says, Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. Now he's going to tell his disciples what that parable is. He's going to tell the multitude what that parable is. And he said, When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not. And so we know now that the seed is the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not. They do not have understanding. Now, understanding in the Word of God is defined in several different manners, but it all points to one thing. It is a spiritual understanding. He said, a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. Why is that? Because he has the understanding that only God can give. This is not something you drum up, something you work up. This is something that God gives. So thou, Proverbs 2, 2, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom, apply thine heart to understanding. We spoke of that earlier. Lift up thy voice for understanding. 
Why? Because you're seeking it. He said, seeking for silver and search for us for treasure. Then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. And so understanding is linked to the heart. And in the heart is where the fear of the Lord comes from. And when you fear God and keep his commandments, because you have understanding, the understanding is you'll be converted. That's the word of God. There is no one else that can define anything outside of understanding being a spiritual awakening of the heart. And when God awakens that heart, gives you salvation, gives you faith, gives you understanding, you now have an open book to you, which is the word of God. And that book is open and you can understand the word of God because you have understanding. And it's basic, but that's just what it is. In verse 7 of 1 Corinthians 2, he said, But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. In verse 10, But God hath revealed them to us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. But then he says in verse 13, Which things also we speak, not in words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Now, here's a man that has understanding. Here's a man that has knowledge of the Holy. He has knowledge of the Word of God. He has the fear of the Lord. His heart is inclined to God. He says, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. Why? He has no understanding. For they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. He cannot have the knowledge. That's why folks contend foolishly over the word of God. It's why they cannot see doctrines. It's why they cannot see Jesus Christ in scripture. They do not have spiritual understanding. But when God opens your eyes and God illuminates your heart and God gives you understanding, the word of God is an open book to you by the spirit of God. He teaches you. He instructs you. It's no longer a closed volume to you. And then he says in verse 20, but he that received the seed into stony places. Why? Well, once again, we see a man that's sown in his heart. This is he which received seed by the wayside. It fell amongst the wayside. It got snatched up by the fowl of the air. Why is that? Because the wicked one cometh and catcheth it away. The devil comes and snatches that seed right out of their heart. It's sown upon that ground. But it never falls into the ground, and the devil snatches it away. They come to the house of God week after week, day after day. They hear, they hear, they, and the devil snatches it away, and they have no understanding of the holy. And then he goes on, he says, This is he that receives seed in the stony places. The same as he that heareth the word, and anon with joy receiveth it. So, oh, this is great. I love this. I love this church. I love the word of God. I love everything going on. Man, this is great. This is wonderful. But he, by the way, he receives the word of God to this anon with joy. Yet hath he not root in himself. He has no root in the word of God. Is that understanding? No, that's not understanding. That is a time where this seems like a wonderful thing. They look at the process. They look at clean young people. They look at young girls that are pretty and clean and wholesome. They look at young men that are handsome and clean and wholesome. And they look at families that seem to be happy. They look at Christians that seem to be joyful and they look at it and say, man, this is great. Man, this, this, this seed's a wonderful thing. This is a great thing. But he said this, it doeth for a while. Why? Because they cannot continue in the things which they've heard. They do not have faith. They do not have Jesus Christ. 
They just have the joy of it. They say, man, this is a great thing. Look at all this. And I've heard it time and time again. Look at all these people. This is wonderful. Oh, we love this. And all of a sudden, something comes up, offends them, hurts them. For he said, when tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word, by and by he is offended. That's why the psalmist said, great peace are they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. If you love the law of God, you won't be offended. You won't get hurt. You won't get wounded in church to the point of falling away if you love the word of God. But see, they come to the place where they have a choice. And they look at two options. They can endure persecution and tribulation, or and they continue in faith, or they can fall away. What do they do? They fall away. Where do they fall away into? Into perdition. Why? Because they had not faith. They that endure to the end. And by the way, this is doctrinal. You say this isn't the right verse. I realize it's not about tribulational saints here. But they that endure to the end of the same shall be saved. God is a God of endurance. God is a God that keeps his own. God will keep you in the right way. Those that fall away because of tribulation, because of persecution, he tells you right here, they've been offended because of the word, but they had no root in themselves. That means the root of the word of God was not in them. It did not take up root. I believe what that means is it takes up root in somebody else and they live vicariously through the testimony of others. I believe spouses live by the testimony of their spouse. Children live by the testimony of their fathers. They'll endure for a while. They'll hang in there. They'll stick in the house of God. They'll stay around the things of God. They might find a pastor they like. They might find a preacher they like. And and they have some friendships. And and all of a sudden, tribulation, persecution, because because of the word, and he said, by and by, they are offended. So what do they do? They fall by the wayside. There's no root. They wither away. They burn up. They're gone. They're done. He also receives seed among the thorns, as he that heareth the word, and the care of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becometh unfruitful. So again, we see another parable. We see another person in this parable. That's why the word of God told us in verse 7 of 1 Timothy 6, for we brought nothing into this world, and it's certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us therewith be content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. They've choked out the word of God. It's unfruitful in their lives because they love their riches. They realize that the cares of this world, the riches of this world, the deceitfulness of riches have choked out the word of God. Is the seed good? Yes. Is the ground good? No, it's not. Why? There's thorns in the ground. What is the thorn? It's the lust of the flesh. That desire, that lust for power, that lust for prestige, that lust for riches, and that, that good ground is not prepared to receive that seed. When those thorns spring up, they are choked out. They endure just for a while. Each one of these will find out. We see the devil snatches the seed away. That's most people. They don't have a clue. They don't understand what God's saying. They don't have any concept of what God is saying. And therefore, they just completely just disregard everything because the devil snatched the seed away. Then there's those that come and they see the work of God. They see the testimonies. They hear the testimonies. They love what's going on. They love the excitement. They love the Psalms. They love the the zeal of the young people. But they get offended by the word of God. They fall away to the wayside. And then there's those that hear 
They spring up. It seems like there's something to them. It seems like, boy, they really may have this thing. But all of a sudden, the cares of this life, that deceitfulness of riches, chokes them out. They become unfruitful. And what happens? They die. Again, each one has no root. Each one has no life. He that hath the Son hath life. That is the doctrine. If you have the Son of God, you have life. And if you have a vine that has no life, it's not rooted in Jesus Christ. The most cold, dead, calloused, indifferent saint of God, under the wrath of God, under persecution in this world, under judgment from God, under affliction from God. Why? Because he's being chastened and scourged by God. Every one of them, we would consider them outcasts. We would consider them God's done with them. If they are rooted in Christ Jesus, there is life. What's wrong with these other seeds is there's no life to them. They are dead. There is no hope for them. Why? They've not cared for the seed. But then he tells us, he that receives seed into the good ground, that's that soil that's been prepared. That's that heart that's been prepared. Heard testimonies of young people last week at Black Creek. Heard some hopefully this week. Those that speak of the saving grace and knowledge of God. Had a daddy that pastored. Sat in the house of God. Had a daddy and mommy that loved God. Some had a mommy and daddy that never loved God, but they came to the house of God and got gloriously saved. God prepared their heart. God prepared the soil of their heart. God worked a work in their heart according to holiness and godliness. And God worked their heart. He brought that to fruition in them, through them, by the power of God. You know what it's done? It's endured in them. They heareth the word and understandeth it. God illuminates them. God opens their understanding. All of a sudden now the word of God is an open book to them. It's not a closed book. It's not foolishness. It's not the drudgery and the dullness that men think it once was. All of a sudden it's a living, breathing book. Why? They have understanding. And he said, which also beareth fruit. There's going to be fruit in their life. There's going to be fruit of righteousness, fruit of godliness. It doesn't mean souls saved. That's foolishness to preach that. It doesn't mean because you got 30 souls saved, 60 souls saved. You went soul when you got 90 people saved. It's foolishness to exclaim. No, fruit is the fruit you bear with God, not to be seen of man. It's fruit you bear. This is an examination. This isn't for me to examine. This is for you to examine. You take that to God and you bring your fruit to God and say, Lord, is this your fruit? Is this what you have given? Is this what you have done? And if you have that fruit of righteousness, it'll be known by God. It'll be revealed by God. You can say, I have root in that good seed of the word of God. I have life because of Jesus Christ. I'm living because of him. The word of God is now open to me. Some bring forth some a hundredfold, some 60, some 30. But the reality is there is fruit towards God. Again, it's not physical things. It's not the things that have been so often presented in this world. Oh, you know, you did this and you did this. No, you have fruit with God. That's internal fruit. You bear that before God because of the work of God, the life that is in you. That fruit comes out of the root and that root that's rooted is in Christ. And Christ is in the seed because he is the word of God. And any fruit you bear is because of him, not because of your own works of righteousness. Join us again next week. 
Pray for the meeting in Shippensburg. Lord willing, on Monday, we'll have a special guest preacher, Evangelist R.G. Rose, has recorded for the podcast. Have a great weekend. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord. As he cries for forgiveness and mercy, God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania. 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption calleth nigh. Now the angels of God are rejoicing for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing.